0: Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about getting out of our our own way. How many of us have been wanting to make moves in our business or personal life, or perhaps even moving, and we just have this stop and start motion where we are wanting to do something but fear and anxiety and overwhelm and indecision kind of gets in our way. Well, today we're going to be talking about how to get out of our own way. If you are wanting to make a decision, big or small, and you just are tired of the excuses that you tell yourself or everything that just interferes, listen to this episode because I got some really important tips that are going to really help you really rethink what it means to be clear with yourself and moving with love and just confidence in yourself. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you are spending your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm giving you a big old electronic high five. (laughs) If you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit the follow, subscribe button, wherever that button is. (laughs) So that way, as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And I haven't forgot those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, I'm giving you a big old hug. (laughs) I know that you could be at a whole bunch of other places and you are spending your time with me and you're investing in your personal development The Introverted Entrepreneur podcast is designed to help you not just transform your business, but transform how you live your best life. And I am so freaking excited that you are in this process, not just for a moment, but for the long haul. If you have been loving these episodes, make sure that you share this podcast with someone else. That way they can also be inspired and motivated and encouraged just like you are today. Everything we're going to be talking about can be found in detail in my course, Amazing Attitude, Amazing Attitude is a 21-day audio program where we take a deep dive into who you are, the beautifulness that is you, and formulate an idea, a roadmap of how you can get to even a better, brighter, and more beautiful place that you are in right now. So go ahead, check that out. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below, but today I want to just talk about just the idea of getting out of your own way. And I I'm recording this off of the heel of a conversation that I never had with someone that needed to happen. And I remember the reasons why I never had that conversation and it was wrapped up in being fears of being rejected or fears of making them feel uncomfortable or being uncomfortable because they feel uncomfortable and always feeling unhappy. The fact that I was talking with this, 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 this person on this issue that made me feel unhappy and wasn't really helping the relationship. And then today I had to get out of my own way, meaning that I had to say the things that I knew was true even though I knew that they would not expect it or they may not be comfortable. And I had to proceed with that. And this is what we're going to be talking about, getting out of our own way. How many times have we been interacting with people that we really honestly didn't really want to talk to? How many times have we been in jobs or situations where we knew something just didn't feel right? How many times have we been in those cycles back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, where we knew that there was something off, but because of our fears, because of our anxieties, because of like whatever, we couldn't make that decision to do what we knew was right. And this is what I want to talk with you about. I want to talk with you this idea of we're going to get out of our own way. We are going to do that. And for a lot of us, that's even scary because we're so used to getting that approval from our family, people in our circle of influence, friends, coworkers, whatever. And we're just so used to just nodding our heads. And even when our stomach was churning and we felt upset and we didn't feel as if we were even happy where we are we kept pressing through because we felt we quote unquote needed that approval or the paycheck or fill in the blank and i go into amazing attitude in a lot more detail about how those dynamics were created and more important like how we can get out of it but for our time with one another i just want to say that it is totally understandable it's totally natural i grew up in an environment where i was more or less threatened with the the I not even the the idea but the actual physical punishment if I wasn't aligned and being reprimanded at school and or not getting the approval of friends and feeling alone and so these feelings of I need to do whatever I need to do to make someone like me can cause us on the short one to get that satisfaction that approval that head nod that yes I, I I'm, I'm here, I am worthy, I got my pat on the back or the head or whatever, and therefore I'm okay. But the reality is we don't feel okay with ourselves because every time we deny who we are and what we need and what we want, more importantly, it's as if we're chipping a little bit of ourselves away. Right now I'm kind of I'm in my weight room right now. I'm kind of staring at some of my weights in my room and I I have several weights that are coated with this like plastic thing so it's easier on the hands to grip. But in between in inside of there there's metal. And I remember when I know it's time to replace the weights when all the wear and the tear of me gripping it or me rough handling it or just just overuse kind of tears away that plastic coating and then the middle appears. And then when the mirror metal appears, then it feels not only can expose it to potential rust, right? It kind of takes away that integrity, that structural integrity. And that's kind of what happens with us as every time we say yes, when we want to say no. When we get ourselves into situations that are not helping us or let's think of the flip side, what if we know we need to be doing something that is going to push us into that next level where we feel happy, where we feel satisfied, where we are confident that this is the right place to be? But we choose not to do it because our fears or anxieties are speaking way louder than all the benefits we know is to be true, to re- like we would need to be receiving. That kind of chips away at us. And after a while, we seem fragmented. After a while, we seem as if we are not able to really connect with ourselves, let alone others, in a real and authentic way. Because we've been so used to lying to ourselves we can no longer be honest with others. And if that's that place that you're in, I highly encourage you to check out Amazing Attitude. But for our time with one another, I just wanna let you know that for a lot of us, we can slip in these habits. Forget months, forget years. I'm talking about decades. I, I'll never forget I was in a support group and we were talking about this whole idea of being the real you. And I remember talking with someone in the group and I said, I, I'm afraid of being the real me. I'm always so used to playing the role that is expected of me. Either Denise being sexy or Denise being super serious or Denise being the person, whatever they wanted me to be. And I knew it was breaking me. And I knew it was causing so many problems, but I did it because I was so fearful of being alone. And I remember that person looked at me and said, "Denise, where are they now? And the reality was they were all gone anyway. I was already alone. So here's that fallacy that comes from trying to people please, trying to be someone that we're not as that they're really only liking the version that they see of you and they're not really allowing yourself to be you. And that's not a relationship. That's not anything that you want to hold on to because on the surface, it makes perfect sense to get that immediate satisfaction. But in the long term, it's not going to help you. So what I am want to do right now is in our time that we have, I want to talk about four areas about if we know that something's not right, if we know if something is off and we really want to do something about it, how do like how do we how do we start? How like how do we do this? And I'm glad that you asked that because I remember fumbling and stumbling and not really knowing myself, what I needed to do, what I really wanted. I'm here to help you to kind of dissect it, whatever it is in your business or personal life or anything in between. I want to make sure that I fully support you. And so I, these are the four things that I have used myself. And I'm hoping that will be able to help you. The first thing is I want you to just drop the drama. What do I mean by say by dropping the drama? Well, let me first tell a story. One of my favorite soap operas that I used to watch over and over and over and over again. And maybe you might be watching it too. So <laughs> was the the Young and the Restless. And one of the things that I realized with the Young and the Restless is that they... Played merry go round with all of the romantic pro- partners. It'd be no more than two years, someone would be happily married, and then there'll be an affair, or there'll be a miscommunication, or there will be some type of scandal, or perhaps they were just letting too many people, outside horses, family, or work, whatever, interfere. And then there'll be t- conflict, and there'll be tension, and there'll be all this discontent. And then Sure enough, the relationship would break up, and then they would have the this, one of the actors find a new actress or actor or whatever, and then just repeat the same thing, rinse and repeat, and it was just drama that made great TV, right? Because you didn't know if they would come through or work through the drama or what whatever. But there was always this conflict and always this tension and all this uncertainty. And for some of you guys who are listening to that this message, let's be real. You're addicted to the conflict and the drama and the uncertainty. I know I was. I mean, just to be totally transparent with you about that. And it's hard to get out of that merry-go-round of confusion when confusion is basically what has nursed you from infancy and you haven't been fully weaned from that. And you're just thinking, well, I don't really know any other existence but it. And I'm here to tell you here from the other side, waving my hand and saying, my dear, I am here as living proof that you can drop the drama. If you feel tension, if you feel anxiety, if you feel uncertainty and you find yourself staying there for a long period of time or perhaps you're telling people the same story over and over and over to anyone who will listen and they're coming up with valid explanations or remedies or solutions. and you say, yeah, but let's have a real conversation and say that you like the drama. You just like the drama. And that's okay to admit that, hey, I like the drama. Hey, I like the conflict. I, I like the tension. I like the uncertainty. I like the suspense of that. I want you to be one hundred percent real with yourself and admit that, because once you do that, a load will just drop. at least I know that I felt that myself is that once I admitted that I was in that land of indecision by choice, then I had to ask myself the next question and I'm going to ask you this is what needs to be healed, what needs to be repaired? And this is where you have to cut out the noise. This is where you may need to create some distance from friends and people, environments, within reason, obviously. Sometimes we can't say, everyone, stay away from me. I'm never going to talk with you again. Like, But we need to cut out this noise and really sit with ourselves. And I know for some of us, including me, I... Think about even the days when I was engaged with my husband and he was like, my goodness, you're so busy. You know, you're working a full-time job and you're learning Spanish and you also have this training business and you're also trying to uh, volunteer at the newspaper and you're always constantly keeping yourself busy. And I remember keeping myself so busy was because I was so freaking afraid of confronting who I was. And that's why I was constantly jumping from one thing to another, to another, to another, because I just didn't want to deal with me. But I want to let you know the biggest and the most bravest thing that you can ever do for yourself and for like whatever you want to achieve in your life is to be able to sit in that quietness and ask yourself this one question. What am I really afraid of? What What am I really afraid of? And for me, I was afraid of being alone. But as I told you in the earlier part of our time with one another, that we talked about how my the the person said to me, like, but you're alone now. And so the reality was, I was really alone and I had to get used to that and really sit with myself and see what was going behind all the fears, all the anxieties, all the need to have people around me that weren't really accepting of who I really was, what was going on behind that. And that moment is difficult. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that it's not something that can cause you to feel even more afraid and more anxious, but it's a necessary step towards clarity. It's a necessary step to making decisions to go where you need to go. And sometimes those decisions are scary because we don't know what lays ahead of us. We, as human beings, we want certainty. We want absolute clarity as to this is going to go right. Otherwise, we're not going to do it. And I want to let you know that you may not like what you are are feeling, but it's even worse to sit in there. There's so many people that are living this life where they're not even allowing themselves to be honest with themselves and just prolonging misery. And I don't want that of you. And I know that you're listening to this because you want more for yourself. Okay. And if you allow yourself to sit, it will allow you to go to Understand who you are. That's number three is ask yourself who you are. After you realize what are you trying to cover up? What, cutting out all that noise, it will let you lay bare. What really needs to happen? What do you really want? What do you really need? And I think for me, one of the things that I really wanted was to give myself the permission to be me. A hundred percent me, and I was so afraid of the rejection. But when I thought about it, and it made me realize after that conversation I we talked about earlier that well, they said they're all you're alone, I said you it wasn't worth holding on to. I was looking at a image on the social media site, and it had a picture of a completely rotten pear rotten to the core, just completely molded, white, and whatever, next to a bunch of other pears, and the one that was immediately next to it was healthy, but because of the proximity to the rotting pair, because it was just touching each other, it was actually starting to rot too. It wasn't rotted, but it was starting to rot, and I believe that that was happening with me, that I was surrounding myself in places and situations that were rotten was completely dysfunctional and chaotic. And that environment was starting to rot me to the core. And just removing myself allowed me to have that clarity to say, Oh my goodness, I am not allowing myself the freedom, the clarity, the willingness, the bravery to step away from places that we're actually caustic and I want to ask you a question. Be brave and ask yourself, are you in situations, are you in relationships, or are you in people that are is really eating you from the inside out? And are you allowing yourself the right, the privilege to say, no, I cannot do this anymore? You may not have a remedy. You may not be able to quit your job or divorce or whatever right now because that's a reason. But can you allow yourself to put your foot down right now and say enough is enough and it is damaging me and this period where I'm trying to deny it or pretend it's not that bad or just excuse it is unacceptable right now. I want you to literally be in a place mentally where you're going to say, I, I'm done making excuses for this. And this is about your values. What do you need, my dear, to be you? And again, I talk more in Amazing Attitude more in detail about what that looks like. But for our time, right now we're having, it's like, I want you to ask yourself, who are you? What do you want? What do you need and are you willing to stop the excuses and stop pretending it's not that bad? Because if you're listening and you might be tearing, you may feel emotional, you may feel it not in your stomach, honey, it's bad. It's real, real bad. Otherwise, you wouldn't feel emotional about it. This is your, your, your soul. This is your psyche screaming out for relief. I don't believe any one of us. Is in this world meant to trod and suffer and just be stagnant? None of us are are trying to be that anymore. I think that everyone who's listening, we're having this conversation, wants a happy and fulfilled life. And there's no way you can have a happy and fulfilled life ignoring the obvious. Okay. And the last thing that I want to talk with you about is don't force a round peg into a square hole. And let me explain what I'm talking about. For many years in the past, I would always just try to find jobs and gigs that were aligned to my education to make a fit. And honestly, I don't even believe I like the jobs, or I even wanted to be there. I just thought this was going to be a shortcut to what I want to get and what I want, which is the money. And as I reflect, I think about every job that I got, just because I was qualified, I did a terrible job. And you know why? It was because it wasn't the job for me. It was fitting that round peg into a square hole. And I want to ask you right now, are you doing that right now? Are you trying to force yourself into a situation that doesn't feel right? The fact that this feels as if it's robbing your soul (laughs) away. I have talked with so many clients over the years that got into marriages and got into businesses and all these things based on a fallacy, based on this idea that the job in within itself Will be okay. I think that a lot of that came from the baby boomer generation <coughs> that said that you can find happiness outside of a job. And those same people were functioning alcoholics. And those same people were coming home and screaming at their wives and kicking their dogs. And those same people were spending money they didn't have to vacation away their pain and feeling miserable. And so they gave us this advice right? That doesn't apply. And if you're a baby boomer and just not didn't have that mindset, then I am not talking about you, honey. But I'm talking about that older generation advice that more or less said that you have to suffer through the things that you aren't feeling comfortable because you have responsibilities. And let me and, and don't get it twisted. There is a little bit of fidelity. There's a little bit of truth in that we shouldn't just abandon ship just instantly because we don't like it. We should always try to improve things, make things better, make things work. Like I, I'm all about being responsible. But there comes a point when you know for a fact that you're actually just dying in this situation or this role. And even if you try your best to change yourself, to conform, and they still don't like you, and you still don't feel unhappy, you feel no satisfaction, it's time to exit stage, right? It's time to go. And I know for a lot of you guys who have been so used to the trauma and uncertainty and chaos, like, what? Huh? Err? Like... <laughs> <laughs> what what are we doing here? I, I, I can't. This is all I know. And I want you to say that you have the freedom. You have the right to unshackle yourself. Unshackle yourself right now and get free because your time on this planet Earth is very limited. And to be sitting and doing things and being around people that are just training the life force out of you is not helping you. And I just while I'm thinking about it right now, I just have to say this right now. If you have been listening to my podcast, and just thinking this listening to my podcast in and within itself is the remedy that's not happening. You may feel a pep boost, you may do some you may feel great, but and then you will just slowly conform to back to your old habits and your old habits are not helping you right now. So in order for you to make that change, you're going to have to get drastic. You're going to have to get radical. You're going to have to put your foot down and just do something that gets you out of your comfort zone 100% because otherwise you're going to be stuck playing these same tired tapes of I'm miserable, but what are you going to do? And I hate that idea that you are allowing yourself to be miserable by choice. You deserve so much better for yourself. You deserve to be living your life full and rich and happy. And that starts with you being honest with yourself and putting your foot down and just making this absolute no. I'm not doing this anymore. So. Let's kind of recap everything we talk about. Number one is I want you to drop the drama. We're not going to do anything that would mimic anything in a reality TV show or soap opera drama. We're not going to sit here and relish in all the anxiety. We're going to get really honest with ourselves and even ask ourselves: Are we are we addicted to it? And now why? Why ask yourself that? Number two is I want you to cut out the noise. I want you to. Put that phone on silencer. I want you to grab a notepad and a pen, or I want you to take a nice long walk outside, and I want you to just ask yourself the questions that you know you need to be asking is, why am I here? How did I get here? Am I going through issues that are reminiscent of my childhood as an example, okay? Number three is I want you to ask yourself who you are. Ask yourself what your values are. What really makes you you? What do you stand for? I myself, I'm going to stand for the truth. I'm going to stand for authenticity. I'm going to stand for realness. Because I like me a hell of a lot better being honest and straightforward with you than I ever liked, even when I thought I was making a bunch of more money and doing all these other things in the past i i like me a heck of a lot better now and lastly is don't force a round peg into a square hole do not get yourself wrapped up into situations that don't work probably never did and you're just doing it because of just short-term payoff the money or approval or what recognition or whatever that may be i want you to be just real with yourself and know that you will like yourself a heck of a lot better once you get more honesty. Okay. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I enjoy a conversation. If you'd like to reach out with me, send me a message at podcast at denisegelee.com. Love to connect with you. And if you like this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody else. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.